Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Does it get any better than Chicago food? From longtime favorites to newly opened locations, Italian beef joints to pizza places, burritos to sushi, Chicago's very own eats celebrates a wide range of food and restaurants in the greater Chicagoland area. Hosts Kevin Powell and Michael Piff welcome you into their daily food talk in the WGN Radio break room as they discuss their latest foodie adventures, their top five lists, the latest social media arguments, interviews with chefs, and conversations with local celebs about their favorite places to eat. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. Now joining us once again on Chicago's Very Own Eats is Billy Zerkat. I'm Kevin Powell alongside Mike Piff. Billy, uh, known as Tripping Billy. Follow him on Instagram, the real Billy Z, and Twitter as well, because it's uh, it's wonderful food content. And Billy is one of those home cooks who's really kind of made a name for himself with the Chicago food scene. And everything you do, Billy, of course, raises money for muscular dystrophy, which you are living with right now. You've told our, you told us your story last time you were on with us. Um, so I love that you're always raising money um, for that. But let's talk a, a little bit about Monday's event, Monday Night Foodball. And the the chef being featured, the home cook being featured, is Billy. So tell us about the event Monday, what you're doing, what you're serving up, where can people go taste your food. Give us the whole rundown, Billy. Sure. So first off, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate you. Um, so I am the next chef, or let's say my case, cook. I don't consider myself a chef, but uh, I'm the next cook in this series that Mike Sula from the Chicago Reader started called Monday Night Football, started a couple of years ago. And he's been wanting me to do one for a while, but I just wasn't, I didn't think I was ready for it because I do collaborations, which is a little different than doing a pop-up with a collaboration. I'll reach out to a restaurant. I'll come up with the menu item, whatever, and I'll show the team how to do it. But then they take care of it. They're the one, you know, sourcing the ingredients, doing all the ordering, you know, everything's in order. Execution's done by them. A pop-up is different where I'm acting as the restaurant. I'm supplying literally everything, including the napkins. And that's something I haven't really done before, um, at least to this grand of, of a stage. You know, I've done pizza, but that's that's a little different than uh, doing this. And this menu that I decided to come up with, I'm calling it Tripping Billy's Greatest Hits. And it is essentially some of my best snacks and sandwiches that I have done as collaborations in the past year and a half that's helped me raise over $40,000 for the Muscular Dystrophy Association. So um, I kind of went through and cherry-picked some of my favorite recipes, but really just some of the most popular ones. Um, and I'm bringing it back for one night, and I'm going to donate a portion of the proceeds as well to the uh, Muscular Dystrophy Association. I'll also have a QR code set up for anybody who's you know coming in that night that wants to make an extra donation. They can do- donate directly to the cause. And... Uh, This is going to be held at Ludlow Liquors, um, which is out in Avondale, and we'll be doing it from 6 to 10 p.m. I did do a pre-order yesterday, but it was very, very limited pre-order. I I don't want to do a ton of pre-orders. I just wanted to kind of gauge and see how it would go. And we, uh, it was basically like releasing a pair of Air Jordans yesterday that like the website (laughs) broke. It was like, it was comical. And I had to reach out to like the customer service. They're like, yeah, a lot of traffic on the site right now. Kind of shut it down. So, uh, 
I know the uh, the excitement's there. That was really cool to see, and I want to give everybody a chance, as many people as I can, have a chance to try the food. So I said we're just going to do do walk ups, and uh, yeah, six to ten Monday level liquors, and and I'll take you guys through the menu as well. Yeah. So it, anybody can go. Do they need to buy a ticket? What's the capacity here? Or is it just you kind of just show up and they'll have a chance to try your food? Yeah. First, first come, first serve. I I advise everybody to get there early. Um, not just from, you know, the sake that I'm doing this, and I've had some experience with doing my own pop-ups or, like, collaborations that they do sell pretty well and usually sell out. And sometimes, like, I did a pizza one a few months ago with uh, with um, oh, uh, Sugar Moon Bakery. I couldn't have forgot the name for a second. And uh, we did our we did a collaboration together, and it was basically my own little tavern-style pizza pop I had 30 pizzas on a pre-sale. It sold out in 50 seconds. Like, literally under a minute, it sold out. So... I advise everybody to get there early. I'm going to have a lot of food, but it's still going to sell quickly. So, yeah, you just show up um, and be patient with us. And we have a couple cool drink specials. We're going to have a Spritz and Billy on the menu. So we'll have a Spritz and Billy there. We'll also have a little uh, fun wine and uh, shot combo, I'm calling. It's a it's a glass of Lambrusco and a shot of a mix of between Aperol and Campari, which is called a Ferrari. So I'm calling it the Lambo and Ferrari, the Fast and the Furious. So you want to come through? <laughs> and the, the and Spritz and Billy out. includes uh, Malort, doesn't it? Do I have that right? Yeah, we're we're still working on the Spritz and okay. Billy recipe, but yeah, I, I initially had the idea of doing a Malort Spritz. Um, <laughs> so we'll see if that. Uh, I'm working with Joel, <laughs> you, the bar manager. So you can turn anything. In, you can turn anything into a Spritz. When we called you, you were on the way to pick up some beef cheeks, and this is what I really, really want to try. You're doing beef cheek. Like pizza puffs, essentially, correct? Give us, give us the yeah, rundown on, yeah. the, on so, the food. Yeah, so the I'll tell you, so that's the first. I'll tell you about that item, and I'll run through the menu. But the first thing we're doing is a smoked beef cheek pizza puff. They're oh, actually man. Wagyu beef cheeks. I didn't even mention that. So they're, the Wagyu beef, I'm actually on the way to pick them up right now. Um, smoke them up tomorrow, and I, I basically smoke those, and then we'll uh, confit them in some beef tallow, and then uh, that that'll do that for like six, seven hours. They basically just, like, you touch them, they explode, just melt away. Mm. They're super rich and unctuous, and I mix it with, with my my traditional pizza sauce that I make for my tavern style. So it'll be, uh, you know, a Chicago-based uh, pizza sauce, some mozzarella, and then uh, I mix in some banana peppers to give you, like, a little bit of heat, but more just, like, some acid in there. I was going to do jardinera, but I, I stick true to what I did initially. So... This was a collaboration that I did last year with Charles uh, Wong, who does Omami Q. And we did a little uh, little pop-up together at um, St. Louis Assembly last July. And uh, we did Chicago. My idea behind it was Chicago-inspired Texas barbecue. Um, so we had pizza puffs, uh, you know, smoked beef cheap pizza puffs. We did a smoked Italian beef, which I called the Drippin' Billy. And we did some uh, smoked and fried wings. But... Um, I wanted to pull that pizza puff from the from that um, from that menu and bring it to my greatest hits because people went crazy over that and it's still like one of the most engaged on posts ever is the is the when I dropped like the initial uh, like unveiling of this pizza puff last year so we're doing the pizza puff uh, the other snack we're doing is um, you know everybody asks me about pizza they're like are you gonna have the trip and Billy you're gonna have trip and Billy there I'm like no I don't want to do. I don't want to do pizza there. I want to keep the pizza thing separate. And I figure, you know, I have to do something with the shishito cream sauce. And earlier this year, I did a little collaboration event with Nine Bar out in Chinatown. And we did Tripping Billy Rangoons, which were essentially, uh, you know, wonton stuffed with cream cheese, 
my shishito pepper cream sauce that I put on the pizza, corn, pickled jalapenos, mozzarella, cheddar, and scallion. So yeah, all the ingredients so that go on my pizza stuffed inside a little, a little fried rangoon. Um, so those are the two snacks. As far as the sandwiches go, there are two of my absolute classics, two of my most selling collabs ever. The number one is the most popular thing besides the pizza that I've ever done. It was a sandwich I call the D-Rose. Um, it's a Chicago-inspired chopped cheese sandwich, and it's named after Derrick Rose, a former Bulls player who plays with the Knicks now. And I took an iconic Chicago or an iconic New York sandwich, a bodega staple, a chopped cheese sandwich, and I wanted to give it a little Chicago flair. And I, I joke that, like, you know, you have the heart of New York, which is the Chicago, you know, which is the chopped cheese. And then I bring in the Chicago spins of it. So the beef patties are seasoned with J.P. Graziano Jardinera seasoning. And we break those down, chop those up with some onions, American cheese, and then we griddle in some J.P. Graziano hot Jardinera. And then when it's finished, and that's all melted together, we put it on the seeded roll, and it's finished with a Harold's Mild Sauce mayo. So it's like basically 50-50 Harold's Mild Sauce and mayo I mix together, and then uh, lettuce and tomato. And we did that at J.P.'s Genuine last year. Um, out in Irving Park, and in five days, we sold 289 of those sandwiches. Like, to the point where we almost broke, I, the restaurant had to close early a couple of days because I just, like, cleared them out. It was nuts. Um, so the D-Rose is coming back. I have a chicken sandwich I did with Tempesta Market last year called the Calabrian Hot, Chili, Hot Chicken Sandwich. So it's essentially kind of like the same idea of a Nashville hot, where you fry a buttermilk brine chicken breast, uh, but instead of, like, your cayenne-based hot oil that you use, I'm using different sweet and hot Calabrian chili powders mixed with some, like, cumin, some um, garlic powder, some brown sugar, and we add some hot oil to that and baste that, uh, baste that chicken breast with the hot oil. And that's on a brioche bun with some garlic confit mayo and bread butter pickles. And then the final thing is something that I just created recently. This is not uh, one of my greatest hits, but I wanted to bring it in for the night to bring something special. And this is a very silly idea. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I'm going to tell you what it is now, and then maybe I'll let you guys follow up for a second because I'm talking your ears off. <laughs> no, we love listening, how, man. how it was created. But it's, uh, it's called the Chicago Dog. It's a, essentially a chicken tender hot dog, but I will go, I'll tell you the story how that was formed in a minute. In a minute. Yeah, no, go ahead and tell us Come story, on, Billy. Don't, yeah, don't leave us hanging like that. We're just, yeah, okay, hanging on no, every it's word. Fine, it's fine. It's, it's actually funny because I'm literally sitting out, I'm outside a guaranteed rate field right now, and this is the place where this, the location where this idea for this thing was born. So I went to a Sox game like three weeks ago, and I had uh, access to a suite. And it was all you can eat, all you can drink. So there was a spread of hot dogs and chicken tenders and beef sandwiches. And, you know, I did my first thing, got a hot dog right away, had a beef sandwich and like, you know, four or five innings in, I'm like full, but I'm still like looking at the food and trying now at this point, I'm getting creative. I'm like, man, has anybody ever took a chicken tender and just put all like the Chicago hot dog <laughs> toppings on it and just like put it in a, in a bun. And it was so it was like, the idea was very fat and silly to me, but I'm like, wait, this is, this could be kind of like a great idea. So like I, I put it together there and I made it and I took a picture, shared it on my Instagram stories. I'm like, Hey, who would eat this? And like, there was like a resounding, like 95%. Yes. Yeah. 5%. No. So I decided to do a hot dog spiced chicken tender. So I made my own hot dogs at home, like a, a year and a half ago as some crazy project that I decided to take on. So like, 
typically you're, when you're making a hot dog, you're spicing it with onion powder, garlic powder, mustard powder, paprika, you know, a little bit of, you know, curing salt, which I had to omit with this because we're not curing it. But I took all of those flavors and brined a chicken tender in buttermilk and pickle juice and then seasoned a little flour blend up with all those seasonings I just mentioned. As soon as it comes out of a fryer, I hit it with celery salt. And then I put it on a poppy seed bun with, you know, dragging it through the garden. So the mustard, tomato, onion, relish, pork pepper, pickle, all of that really simply just making a chicken tender hot dog. So that's the, I call it the Chicago dog. And that's the final um, uh, menu item I have for uh, for the event on Monday. Well, if if you're listening, I mean, how could you, how could you uh, resist that menu that <laughs> Billy just gave us? And real quick side note, I know you're sitting outside Guaranteed Rate Field. I've always thought the sock should open year round, maybe not in the dark days of the winter, but you should be able to go up to the ballpark on non game days and get one of those Polish sausages with extra onions. Like they should have a good idea. They should have a full time one of those grills that you see on the concourse because it's the best. You know, the socks always do a good job of incorporating new stuff, but every time I go, I'm like, I'm getting a Polish with extra onions and some mustard. Wouldn't it be awesome if you could go I, up all the time and go get, like, right now, if you're you're near guaranteed rate, you could pull over and wherever they put it and get a Polish with some onions. That would be great. I, they should just put it in lot. I swear to God, I'm, I'm losing the parking lot right here. Put it right here in front of the team <laughs> shop that's open all year. Yeah. Like, just put it outside the door. Let me go get a hat. Let me go get a Polish. Some <laughs> peppers and, and uh, <laughs> right. some mustard. Yeah. Let me just do my thing here. Come on. It's, it's Make so... it work, Brooks Boyer. I was going to say, <laughs> Sheena Quinn's going to hear this, and she's like, I think that's a good idea. Uh, Billy... hey, actually, I'm gonna, while I have it, you know what? Let's throw it out there. The White Sox need to get me in there and let me put something on their menu and have a little collaboration thing in, inside the stadium and do something for Or Billy operates the grill one game. Oh, How about yeah. that? You man, oh, the, you man the grill. I'd have a blast. They used to do <laughs> really? a rotating like Chicago restaurant like stand, every like home stand. I think we need to get you in there ASAP. Uh, Billy actually I provided a bunch of photos for his sandwiches and, and snacks that are going to be part of the Tripping Billy's Greatest Hits. Uh, so that'll be on our, our podcast page page on WGNRadio.com. Uh, we'll have a link there that you can go to check these all out and get excited about it. Billy, you got us thinking because you're calling this your greatest hits. Um, mm-hmm. And we thought a fun topic here would be Chicago food's greatest hits. What comes to mind with you? I know you love incorporating Chicago brands and 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 ingredients into your, your different items that you're doing. What are some of the, the items and places that come to mind for you? I mean, when thinking of Chicago, I, I obviously go to pizza first. That's my first yeah. love. So, like, Tavern South Pizza is a number one for me. So, you know, go to the classic Southside Vito and Nick's. I mean, I grew up in Southside, so, like, Palermo's is a pizzeria I, I ate growing up all the time. But then, like, you know, thinking of Chicago hot dogs. So, obviously, some of the, the best hot dog stands around, whether it's, you know, go outside the city to the Gene and Jude's or Super Dog or, you know, um, ducks on, on Ashland. There's so many great hot dog stands. And you think, okay, you got a, you got the hot dog. How about the Polish sausage? You got Maxwell Street. So you got Jim's Original. You got the pork chop sandwich. There's so many, like, little iconic dishes. And then even, like, the little things that maybe not as popular, like a South, little known Southside thing where some people know about it, but, like, the Jim, the Jim Shoe sandwich, um, which is, like, it's, like, the wildest sandwich ever, but it's Italian beef 
gyro meat and like corned beef with tzatziki sauce and jardinera. <laughs> there's so many like little iconic things. Um, and, but then yeah, like there's just like the pizza puff too. Some people didn't realize that pizza puff is a Chicago thing. Like some people that follow me that are not, maybe not from the Chicago area. They're like, oh, that's a what's a pizza puff? What's that? You know? And I'm like, oh, I just kind of tell them the story about it. It's something that you would get at these, you know, mom and pop like hot dog stands around the city. Where yeah, you get a hot dog, burger, pizza puff, a gyro. You know, all that stuff is like out there. I think of these things when I think like authentic Chicago. Kevin, what comes to mind for you? Uh, I mean, the kind of what 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 Billy said. I mean, it's it's the hot dogs and the pizzas and the beefs. I mean, we could go on and on about that, but. I think you kind of nailed it, Billy. It's uh, everybody's kind of got a hole in the wall hot dog place, and of course pizzas. Um, yeah, I mean we, we know our we know <laughs> our our, uh, our strengths here in the yeah. in the Chicago area. You know what comes to mind yeah, for me? I, I think yeah. I was going to say I think that Chicago, like we have such a rich, amazing food scene where you can go to Michelin star restaurants and yeah. and have the uh, you know the the best meal of your life or the most memorable meal. But sometimes, like. You don't need all that. Like, I love, I was talking to a, a friend today about diners, like how you just miss diners. It doesn't, I don't think you have to have, like, this life-changing meal every time. Sometimes you just want something that's satisfying. Hey, sometimes an Italian beef is a, is a life-changing meal, you know? <laughs> like, I'm totally with you. I mean, we you could go to the highest end of restaurant in Chicago, or you can just go get a couple hot dogs and some fries and a pop, and that's extremely satisfying, too. Or one of the greatest yeah, experiences, 100%. that's the Al's Beef on Taylor Street, and across the street is the Mario's Italian Lemonade. Yep. I would consider that oh, the yeah. We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions back-to-back of Chicago food experiences. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for uh, sure. I, by the way, I can't believe I left out Italian beef. Like I, I mentioned all these things. I dropped the gym shoe and didn't even mention an Italian beef sandwich <laughs> was like that. So that's hand up. That's on me. Uh, uh, I don't know how I forgot to say that. We... um. Last episode, we were talking a little bit about food trucks and how really you don't see them that often in Chicago anymore. But even before we started recording, Mike and I were talking like people like you and these home cooks who have really emerged over the past couple of years. Those are kind of like our new food trucks in a sense where you might not actually be serving food from a truck, but whether it's pop-ups, collaborations. um, And I love a good food truck. I mean, we had one outside the station last week, which made us talk about it. And it's just fun ordering food from a truck. Um, But it it has, it's almost like, and I'm not saying they don't exist anymore, but you don't see them a lot. And at least downtown. And I think, you know, because a lot of people aren't going to the office, but uh, there's been a major emergence of home cooks like yourself, Billy, that uh, have really made their mark on the food scene. Yes, you might not be chefs or technically trained, but you're serving up some really good food and doing some some fun stuff with it. Yeah, you know, I listen. I know, like, I'm confident in my abilities as a cook, and I like my ideas that I can bring forward. I, I don't think that I don't think I'm reinventing the wheel. And that's not what I want to do anyway. I just like to take things that exist and make my own little personal spins on them. Whether it's a new flavor combination or presented in a different in a different way, I like to take the familiar and just repurpose it a little bit. And you know, the the, the pandemic really changed um, a lot of the way. Like, I feel the opportunities that home cooks have, and like people just realize that, like, hey screw it. Let me take a chance. And people will put themselves out more and take risks because guess what? You're not opening a brick and mortar. You're not, you don't, you don't have a food truck. You have a kitchen at home 
and you can test things. And if it works, great. If it, if you, you know, gain momentum and traction and maybe it turns itself into a, you know, a brick and mortar, but then look, look at, obviously myself, I, I've kind of like, it maybe necessarily wasn't like birth from the pandemic, but like, I saw the inspiration from people like John Carruthers, who runs Crust Fund and has some of the best pizza in Chicago. Not not talking just from a home cook, and I'm saying in the whole damn city. It's like these people, you know, like John, took chances and are making the most of it. And you don't have to be classically trained. I I don't think in any way that, yeah, a, a chef that works at a restaurant may have more like you break down the intangibles and all the, or the all the, the the little breakdown of the technical skills. Yeah, he might have more technical skills than I. He might be able to dice better than I can and and do all that. But guess what? Like we're on the same plane when it comes to creativity. I have I have all the confidence in the world that I can. I've done it in the past year and a half now. Where it started first, where I was like a little nervous about doing this, and I put myself out there. And I have obviously a bigger reason and a cause behind it. But I'm also this is a. I'm doing two things at once here. I'm, I'm trying to raise awareness, but I'm also following my passion. And I love creating and I love cooking. And I've grown this confidence now and belief that I know I'm good at what I do. And people like it. And so I want to continue doing this more and more. And I'm thankful for the platform that, like, you know, social media and, and Instagram, if you all gave me. And it's a shame that you don't see more food trucks in Chicago. And I think it's actually more of a city thing than anything. Like, yeah. They have limitations on where they can hold people back. But, right. like, I love going to Austin, Texas. I have a bunch of friends that live down there that move down there. And you can find some of the best food around at food trucks in Austin. So, like, it, whether it's a food truck, whether it's a brewery that are letting people pop up that rotate all the time, or places like Ludlow now that have a kitchen that's open, um, that they don't have a set residency every time, these are opportunities now for people that maybe are home cooks or – Maybe people that work, uh, they might be a line cook at a at a restaurant, but now they want to take a chance and try their own thing. They have a platform now. They have a place to do it. And I think that, like, in our situation, it's like that's all we can ask for. You know, essentially all I want with all of this, with this event on Monday, like, this is the biggest event. I've done a lot of stuff in a year and a half, and it's been a blast. But, like, this is nerve-wracking. For me, this has been like, I'm, I'm anxious. I'm anxiously, I'm cautiously anxious. I should say the best way to describe it, because this is the biggest event. I am acting as a restaurant this week. I am funding everything and, and, and taking the orders and staffing it. All of this is a whole different world to me, but look at, I wouldn't have this opportunity if I didn't take that chance at the beginning and, and, and Chicago wasn't receptive to what I'm doing. So I'm thankful for the chance to be home cook, but now I've made my mark on the Chicago food scene, and we're to the point where people reach out to me to do these things, and that's insane to think about. But I'm I'm truly blessed for it. Well, you're killing it, Billy. We should. Uh, that's a good uh, good note to end on. Go check out Billy's food Monday. A chance to try some of his his greatest hits. Those beef cheeks. Uh, uh, pizza puffs just sound fantastic, Billy. We will. Um, Thank you. We will uh, be in touch. Good luck Monday. You're going to crush it. We know you will. And if you're looking for some good food, something different, go check out uh, Billy's pop up Monday night. Monday night football. Billy, appreciate you jumping on. Thank you guys as always. I appreciate you. Talk to you soon. 
That's Billy Zerkat. Trippin' Billy. Go check out his stuff Monday nights. Love talking with Billy. He knows what he's doing. He's having fun with it. It's his passion. He's creative. And he's uh, putting some unique stuff out there. So we're wishing Billy the best. And as always, he's he's raising money for a, a good cause. You did put together a long list of greatest hits. Did you want to give us some of those, I did want to do that. I didn't want to yeah. waste your, your list No, here. it's, it's okay. Well, it's funny because he like hit a bunch of those, which made me yeah. feel uh, a lot more justified in my choices. <laughs> um, so, you know, and I I already yeah. mentioned the Al's Beef, and he said Gene and Jude's, but I say Maxwell Polish, but since you brought up the White Sox Polish sausage, yeah. that's on there. It it's is. so good. It's incredible. Even when you get like that giant one with the pierogies at that one stand, definitely <laughs> worth it. I've never had that one. Oh, it's uh, that, that, that'll that take you out of the game. It's for a, a giant hot dog or Polish? It's a giant Polish. Oh, they man. call it, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a giant Polish, and it is the size of my forearm. <laughs> So don't get anything else the rest of the weekend after that. <laughs> uh, honey butter fried chicken is high on my list, and I'm looking forward to going to uh, Peace Pizza this weekend for Father's Day. Nice. The girls are taking me, and uh, I'm going to get a honey butter fried chicken pizza. There you it's go. It's so good. Um, he brought up, you know, he brought in Millie's for us, oh, that was and so I'm good. still thinking about it. Yeah. Are you doing the same? Yeah, I've been meaning to, you know, that's the thing with the city, too, it's... Uh, I think we're all further the foodies always kind of thinking about our next meal or something we haven't tried. Like Virtue yeah. is a, is a spot I gotta go check out in Hyde Park. They've been winning awards, so there's just always places that you want to go try. You know, you have stuff that you consistently go to because it's it's good and it's solid. Uh, but there's it's just kind of a never ending list of restaurants, and you have your and, cravings. And you, you have your cravings. So. <laughs> what else you got on the greatest hits, Mike? Uh, Manny's Deli. After I first course, tried it with yeah. our show here, yeah. the Auschwitz Burger. But a mm-hmm. shout out to Red Hot Ranch, which have you gone yet? I've not been. We've to talked Red Hot about Ranch. it like every other month, I yeah, think, on I this podcast. And usually, Kindle's Burger brings it up. So I'm surprised we didn't do that last week. The Rico Benny's Breaded Steak Sandwich. Yeah, that's another one that'll knock you out. You need a nap after for that one yeah but it's so good and uh he said jp graziano's uh subs but a classic that it's not really a classic now but i think will be one eventually is the kim's uncle the pizza, pizza. Yeah. yeah they are actually coming back to bridgeport oh to uh one of the uh their original partners out there uh to do what they used to do at the chicken pizza ice cream shop that they used to do so that's coming up soon Good to know. Good to know. And uh, yeah, I I really want to go to one of these food balls. It looks, it sounds so much fun. The food, uh, what Billy's doing? Yes. Oh yeah, it's a. Gr- I love the idea. From yeah, you know, uh, it's basically just people doing pop ups, and you go try some different food, hang out. And our our friend John Carruthers did that one time. I think I think the right. last That's one they had. What Billy was talking about uh, John did. Uh, uh, it was like a school pizza. It was like school style pizza, something like that, and, and it was a big hit. I just love how creative these guys are. Yeah, they, they're, they their brains job. are. If you uh, follow Billy, or you just put on like your search uh, menu on Instagram, his videos pop up. I wanted to say that to him because he he said before how he really wanted to get into food social media. Well, now he's just following me everywhere. When I go searching on Instagram, there's a Billy video showing yeah. up because he's he's killing the game. He is. Uh, any other hits you want to ne- uh, mention before we wrap this one up, Mike? You know, it's, I, I meant to say it with Kindle's Burger last week, but when we were bringing up uh, food trucks, uh, when the movie Chef came out a couple years back, that inspired me to try as many food trucks as I possibly could. And this is pre-pandemic time. 
I tried 30 food trucks. Wow. And these were these were not just in Chicago, but also in the suburbs. And there used to be this website, which was the Chicago Food Truck Finder. And I, I went looking for it this week, hoping that I could like brag about it. It's gone under, which is really sad. And that's kind of a sign. And now of you can't brag right? about it. And now I can't brag about it. But I do think towns outside of Chicago are trying to make that a part of their like you know, regular weekly downtown summer like activities where they yeah. are finding food trucks in the area to come out there. But, you know, like you said, that people weren't coming down here as much during the week for, you know, to have these regular food truck stops. And Daily Plaza was always a place. Clark Street was always a place. Even outside our building here on Wacker was mm-hmm. a regular spot for those food trucks. And maybe they'll start coming back now. Maybe they will. Yeah. Uh, that's Mike Piff. I'm Kevin Powell. Big thanks to Billy Zerkat. Go check out his food pop-up Monday night in Avondale. Billy doing some great things. He'll try some good food and have a good time. Uh, for Mike, I'm Kevin Powell. Thank you for listening. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. Mm-hmm.